0: good morning uh, we're glad to have you with us this morning for our morning devotional uh, we are excited about today uh, today is Wednesday September 9th we are uh, this evening we will be live streaming at seven uh, for our study of muscle and a shovel uh, so we invite you to join us back at, at that time at seven uh, We are this morning we're looking at James chapter 3. Starting in verses 13 through 18 will be our study this morning as we study and look at God's Word and the very practicality and the very practical usage of James and how practical it is for us today. And so we will dive into that study here in just a little bit, but we want to welcome you to our study this morning and I'm glad that you are with us. Uh, On our announcements, uh, nothing's really changed. Uh, We need to keep in mind those uh, that we have been praying for uh, that have been sick and ill, Uh, come and just comfort them and and watch over them. Make sure we're reaching out to those of our number that are are sick and ill and seeing if they need anything. Uh, I know if we have some elderly in the community that do need help, uh, let's reach out to them and, and see if what we can do to assist them and help them. In any way possible, and so, like I said, we're we're starting in, in James chapter three this morning. Uh, if you do have any announcements, any prayer requests, uh, leave them in the comments. Uh, let us know uh, that way uh, we can make mention of them and and put them uh, with our announcements. Uh, so we are, are hopefully we can we can grow and help each other out in that sense. Uh, as we begin our, study, our devotional this morning, uh, let us open with a word of prayer, and then we'll dive into our, our study of James chapter 3, if you'll pray with me. Heavenly Father, have you thy great and glorious name. Lord, we thank you for the wonderful day that you have blessed us with, and this opportunity that we can come together and study your word. Lord, we ask you to be with those that are sick and ill. Lord, comfort them, watch over them. Lord, as we go through this study, let us apply it to our lives. We pray this in your Son's holy name. Amen. Like I said, we are in James chapter 3, uh, starting in verse 13, and and very practical, and we think of our own lives in this sense. It says, Who is a wise man, and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out a good conversation, his works with meekness and wisdom. But if you have bitter envying and strife, bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not, and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion, and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure and peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality, without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. And we think of those passages, and we think of what James is trying to tell us there. First in verse 13, if we have wisdom, a wise man, he's endured with knowledge. Yet, how does he show that? He's not boasting of it. His works are meek. Uh, we think of meekness, and and sometimes today when we think of meek, uh, we think of someone that that is weak, that 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 is is frail. Meekness does not mean to be weak. It means that a person uh, has that strength under control. And so this wise man here, he has all of this knowledge. How is he using it? He's not boasting about it. He's not saying, look I, how better I am. He's being meek. He, he's using that wisdom wisely. Yeah. And then in verse four, 14 there he says, but if you have bitter envying and strife, and we think for a moment, and sometimes that, that comes to mind and we start thinking, well, I don't have any strife. I don't have any envying. Yet sometimes that, that thing, those things creep in. Maybe there are are uh, something and events that happen in our lives. Maybe someone has done something wrong to us, and and we have strife against that person. Maybe we see someone that has something better in us, and we envy them because maybe they're more successful than us, and, and that starts to fester and and get worse and worse. Get as we see there. Don't glory in those things, and don't lie against the truth. Hold fast to what God has given us. His word that is quick and powerful as we see in, in James 4 and verse 12. That's alive. Uh, that, that is a discerner of hearts. That's sharper than any two-edged sword. Don't lie against the truth. It says this wisdom, that bitter, that envying, that strife that is there, that wisdom is not from above. It's earthy. earthly, it's sensual, it's devilish. We see who the father of it is. He causes these things, or who the father of of this wisdom, that envying strife, it comes from someone else. And then verse 16 really sums that up for us in in a really good way. It says, For where there is envying and and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. When we think of strife in that sense and, and all this envying that goes on, when those things are present, how horrible it is that those things are there and, and those things fester and, and no good can come from them. There's confusion that comes from them. If we're worried and there's strife that's going on, how can we ever uh, try to accomplish something with somebody else? Yet that envying, that strife can lead to other things. It can lead to anger. and If we look over at James chapter 1, uh, very quickly, uh, and we see this... Uh, being about, uh, is James 1, and uh, uh, let me find it here, uh, uh, verse 19 says, Wherefore, my brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, where there is envy and strife, s- sometimes we, we're, we're quick to speak, we don't want to hear, we don't want to listen, and, and that strife, in verse 20 there, James 1, 20 says, For the wrath of man worketh, not to righteousness. And so sometimes with that envy and strife, it causes more confusion. When we get angry with someone else, maybe we get into a yelling match, and, and nothing good comes come from it. Where this strife is, where this envying is, is confusion. There's evil work there. And how horrible that is and how, how we need to make sure that we're not falling into that trap and, and make sure that that strife is not there. And we might be thinking, well, I don't have strife. Yet maybe there are people in our lives that, that when we see them or we hear of them and, and, and we, we, they, maybe they, they reach out to us or we see them in, in, in a store or somewhere and we start having bitter feelings toward them. We remember what they did to us. remember what, what pain they caused us and we, we start to envy them and say, well, I don't, wanna, I don't want anything to do with them. And, and maybe that strife comes back. And, and so that, that confusion is there. That evil work is there. And then in verse seventeen, James three verse seventeen says, "But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. Yet we we may need to make sure that we're not falling into those things of this world that envy, the strife, the bitterness that's there. And look toward God, put Him first in our lives, and, and focus on Him because that wisdom that we have from God is pure. It's peaceful." It's gentle. it's easy to be entreated. It's full of mercy and of good fruits. It's without partiality, without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. This wisdom that's from above, it's something that we should hold on to. It's, it's gentle. and you think of Christ how gentle he was. How he took time just to go one-on-one with those, uh, with the publicans, and how he entreated people. It's easy to be entreated. It's full of mercy. We all want mercy. That knowledge, that that truth that God has given us the wisdom that he has given us through his word, there is mercy there of of a a God who loves us, who showed mercy to us, that, that gave us a way of escape through Christ to be redeemed by Him and how wonderful that is that He does have mercy on us. And we think of that day of judgment, what would we rather have? Would we rather have a judgment cast upon us or would we rather have God's mercy? Personally, I would want that mercy. That mercy is so much more uh, greater. And good fruits is without partiality. And we think of that uh, this knowledge that God has given us, there's no partiality. There's there's no division among it. Anyone who reads it has the same opportunity. Everyone has that opportunity to see it. There's it doesn't say, well, if you're not a, if this certain group, then you don't join into it. You can't be a part of it. There's no partiality in God's truths. There's no hypocrisy in it. When it's said, it's straightforward. And how wonderful that is. And, and what attributes we should apply to ourselves. We too need to be peaceable. We too need to be gentle. We too need to be full of mercy. We too need to be without partiality. And sometimes that's difficult. We we judge people so quickly. You know, maybe we see someone and and they don't fit our description of, of someone that, that we want to interact with, but yet we need to be without partiality we need to be without hypocrisy because that fruit of righteousness is sown in peace to them that make peace and and turn with me very quickly back to to uh, matthew in chapter five matthew five there in, in the beatitudes because here's a, a wonderful uh, application for us when we think of the beatitudes because we look at these and here we see all these things that james is talking about verse five blessed are the meek We need to be meek. Blessed are the merciful. When we are merciful, we obtain mercy, verse 7. Blessed are the pure in heart. That truth that comes from God, as we see in there in James, it's pure. We need to be pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they should be called the children of God. Instead of stirring up strife and envy and, and wrath, be peaceable how wonderful it is we think of those things. And, and we need to make sure that we're applying those attributes to our lives and, and putting them in our lives. And, and sometimes that's hard to do. It's something that we continually have to work on. Uh, hopefully we can do that through study, through prayer, asking God to to help us in those things. And how wonderful it is that we have those opportunities, that we can continue to grow in those attributes in our lives and maybe we do have envy and strife and and we need to put those things away and focus on christ and and focus on his life in our own lives and see how i can apply them to me the wisdom that we have and, and making sure that we're not following things of this world and, and and the anger that is out there and the evilness that is out there and focus on those things which are good which are gentle and how wonderful it is Again, I'd like to thank you for joining us in this short devotional, looking at the book of James, how practical that is, and, and hopefully we, we can apply those things to our lives this morning and, and throughout the, our, our lives and work on those attributes together and make sure that we're not being partial, making sure that we're reaching out and, and speaking the truth in love. Again, I invite you, if you are watching, maybe those things are in our lives, and, and you need prayer? How wonderful it is we are to confess our faults one to another and, and lift each other up and exhort each other and help each other out in those difficult times. And and if you are, reach out to us. Uh, leave a comment or send us a personal message. Uh, that way we can reach out and help you in those areas and, and pray for you. And how wonderful it is. May there are those that, that have not put on Christ, have not been baptized into His, his church uh, that He purchased with His blood we have not been buried with him in baptism as we see in, in Romans chapter 6, to walk in a newness of life, how simple it is, that plan of salvation, how we have to hear his word, how we are to believe on him, how we are to, to uh, repent of our sins, to turn away from those things of this world and, and turn back to him, how we are to, to uh, confess him, make that good confession that we see uh, the Ethiopian eunuch, eunuch doing it in Acts chapter 8, uh, that we confess him before men, and he will confess us before his Father, which is heaven, Matthew chapter 10, verses 32 and 33. And then we are baptized. We put on Christ. We are baptized into his body, his church, his kingdom, and how wonderful it is that we can have that opportunity. Again, we invite you uh, to join us tonight at 7 for our study of Muslim Shovel. Uh, we are in chapter 2 of that, and it's a very uh, applicable study, how we can take that book and, and use it to teach others and while it teaches us. And we encourage you to join us tonight at 7 uh, for that study. Uh, so as we close out our, our morning devotional this morning, uh, let us have a word of prayer, uh, and then we'll end our study. If you'll pray with me. Heavenly Father, have you that great and glorious name. Lord, we thank you for the wonderful day that you have blessed us with. And thank you for uh, your word that we can continue to learn about you and, and learn how we can apply these, these things that you have taught us to our lives uh, to be peaceful, to not be partial, to, to take those envying and strife out of our lives and, and focus on you. Lord, we again pray for those that are sick and ill. Comfort them. Be with the doctors that are ministering to them and help them to overcome those illness to regain their health. Lord, we again thank you for this time that we have to come and study your word. We pray all these things in your Son's holy name. Amen.